Wildling Press presents How Do I Book? Welcome to How Do I Book by Wildling Press. We like to chat about book writing, book publishing, book marketing, and of course, book reading. We're trying to help new and experienced authors develop their craft, widen their perspectives, and learn to get a little wild every once in a while. I'm Christina, and I'm extremely excited to be joined today by Jody Sperling, a host of The Reluctant Book Marketer. Hi, Jody. Hi, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we're so excited to have you. Before we go any further, what are your pronouns? Oh, um, I'm a, a he and a him and all of that good stuff. Awesome. Awesome. Um, please tell us a little bit about your podcast, The Reluctant Book Marketer, and um, any of your other work. Yeah. So I started The Reluctant Book Marketer back in uh, January of, of 2022. So it's it's pretty new. Um, but I came to a crossroads in my life where I realized I was doing a whole bunch of stuff that I was having fun doing, but that I wasn't passionate about. And I thought I'm going to regret my life if I don't jump out into the unknown and uh, get my books out there. And so this is part of me building a brand. I want everywhere that everybody goes for them to hear my name. And I want to teach people how to do that for themselves if they want to sell a million copies of their book. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's that's the goal. I love that so much. And for all of our listeners out there, if you want to try out the Reluctant Book Marketer, maybe sample an episode, I'm actually going to be guesting. Yes. And it was a great conversation. It was a fantastic conversation. I completely agree. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and it, we got into some kind of like philosophical, like publishing industry stuff. So yes. I definitely recommend everyone check it out. Yes, me too. <laughs> so we're here to talk today about mindset, like publicity mindset. How do you get your brain in gear when it's time to publicize your book? And this is something that you talk about a lot about. This is something that you talk a lot about on your show, Jody. Um, mm -hmm. just sort of getting in the right headspace, which people don't talk about that a lot, but it seems pretty important actually. Yeah. Yeah. So what I realized for, for myself is that mindset is more important than every other action I take and mindset and action can't be pulled apart and so there are things that I have to do every day. Like I woke up really low energy today. For example, I had a, I had a really going weekend. And so I just felt worn out coming into today. And I realized like I, I had to run up and down the stairs in my house like 20 times and do some push-ups and stuff like <laughs> that to like get my blood moving because I knew if I didn't come to the day with a lot of energy, I wasn't going to get anything done. And that's all about mindset. It's not about exercise. I don't take very good care of my body. I probably should, but really I'm, I'm fully bought into the idea that if we get our mind right, the action we take will result in big, awesome things. Right. And so probably if um, another person is looking to kind of like get their Monday brain in gear, uh, energize themselves, maybe they don't have to run up and down right. staircases, which you are certainly welcome to do. Maybe for somebody else, that's like a healthy breakfast or a cup of coffee or like mm -hmm. a brisk morning walk to sort of just like energize you and get you in the right headspace to do whatever it is you got to do. Yeah. When is the right time? for authors to get into a publicity mindset, a good and energized publicity mindset. So I've been having this conversation with folks over on Twitter quite a bit right now. And 
I, I keep telling people, as soon as you know you want to write a book, you should start marketing yourself um, and be really assertive about it and, and go overboard on it. Don't wait until you have the draft of the book done. There's disagreement there. Some people believe you should give your whole heart to the creative process and then think about marketing later. But that's where a lot of my regret lives is that I waited too long. Yeah, I, that is like the one trick question that I'll ask people is when should you start marketing? Because the answer is you should have already. Yes, yeah, do 20 years ago, right? Yeah. Right. And if you haven't yet started, start today. Today, exactly. Yep. Yeah. How should an author's mindset or should an author's mindset shift at all um, when it comes to publicity as they go through the stages of publishing, drafting, editing, publishing to selling ultimately? Um, does that mindset shift at all? I don't think the mindset shifts because it's it, the best thing that we can do for ourselves is get into the the headspace where we're all in. We're not doing ourselves any favor if we're halfway in, half-hearted, taking smaller measures than we need to. It, it always benefits us to have an all-in mentality. And that can sound really frightening to some people because maybe you don't even know like how in you actually are, but but figuring that out and then getting all in on it will will really prepare you for the journey. Practically, you're going to do a lot of things differently as you get closer to publication. Um, so the actions you take will be different for sure. Yeah, um, probably the actions will become like more concrete as you have like a confirmed title and like a cover yes. and fun stuff like that. But um, the, okay, the mindset stays the same. So should authors, you know, if they have answered my trick question correctly and they started publicizing themselves as an author before they've even started drafting their book, should authors write with a publicity mindset? So, and and I think that we even touch on this a little bit in our previous conversation. I think so. I really feel that there is a strong benefit to thinking about your reader. So the other day, I, I kind of went on a little bit of a rant and I was talking about this, how did it happen in the art sphere specifically that we use the phrase, I write for myself? I get what that means. And I think that some people also get what it means. Like you have to write what you're interested in. But if you write for yourself, you might as well journal because there's right. you're never going to share it with somebody. And in that way, I think, think about your reader. It's pretty profound. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would agree with that. How can an author bring their publicity mindset, um, which is, you know, sort of about sales, it's about selling your book and selling your brand. So how can they bring their publicity mindset to their personal network when they're sort of at the beginning of marketing their book and they're trying to make the most of their own personal network without being weird and salesy? Yeah, that's a great question. And so I think the way that I answer that is that, you know, those people who started selling Amway or they're doing some kind of diet program and you hear from them after 14 years of, of nothing. And they message you on Facebook and they're like, oh, Christina, how are you doing? It's been so long. And immediately, Ooh, yep. you the know, there's <laughs> like exactly. a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so I do think I really advocate for being upfront with what you're doing. Hey, I wrote a book. I think you would love it. Do you mind if I share it with you? Mm -hmm. um, and I think it gets rid of the awkwardness. So that's how I do it. And I'm kind of in a transformative point in my own mindset where I, I was so focused on niche, like paying attention to exactly who my book was for, who my podcast was for. And now I'm starting to realize I'm actually limiting my own opportunities. And so I just try to tell people what I've got, uh, any opportunity I have and be natural about it. 
Yeah. Be natural. Totally. That is the key to all interactions. Um, but it's spe- yeah. especially when you're trying to sell something is you just want to be really organic. Yeah. Does the mindset and the approach change at all when an author moves out of their personal network and into uh, the public sphere with cold emails and cold calls and trying to get, um, get the attention of people that they don't know personally, how does that mindset change at all? What you're going to find is that when you start doing any kind of cold calls or, or building outside of the network that you've established for yourself, you're going to feel more frightened, you're going to have more negative interactions, and people are going to say things to you that probably don't feel good. It happens. Even when you are going out into the world with a spirit of total generosity, I want to give you what I have to make your life better. Um, Even if it's entertainment for a novelist or something like that, you are giving something generously, and some people will still be really angry at you, and they will ask, how dare you waste my time? Um, And so I don't think, again, that your mindset changes, but those are things that you should be prepared for. And I try to use that word should very carefully because I don't, I'm not here to tell you how to do what you do, but this is one place you should be prepared to get pushback. And if you aren't, you're probably not pushing hard enough to get your work into the world. Yeah. So maybe, you know, starting with an author's personal audience, um, personal network can be a bit of like a a dress rehearsal for then going out and trying to approach the public with it because your personal network, even if they're not interested, they'll be nice to you because they value their relationship with you. Yeah. Let me share something with you because I think that this, this will be applicable for people listening. I, I do a lot of cold marketing on Twitter and it's effective for me. Um, But what I've noticed is when I go to reach out to somebody and send them a message, if they are my target, I actually have a harder time sending a message than if there's somebody that I just kind of, you know, if, if they have esteem, if they have the 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 check mark or something like that, if they have a bigger audience than I do, I get really scared. And I think that's something to pay close attention to because the people you value are the people that are hardest to talk to. It's weird. Yeah. It's almost like more a more meaningful, it's a higher risk because they yes. are a more meaningful connection to you. Yeah. And they could walk away. You could scare them away. But here's the truth. I've never scared anybody away so far. I have made some people angry, but I've never scared <laughs> someone away. Well, people are just, re- some people are just really ready to get angry on the internet and there's nothing yeah. you can do about that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so your podcast is called The Reluctant Book Marketer. And I have always really loved that. And by always, I mean, in the couple months since I <laughs> yeah, happily yeah. discovered your podcast, um, because I have really found that a lot of writers are introverts that it just kind of comes with the territory, I think. Yeah. And so I really like the notion of encouraging reluctant book marketers, people who have yeah. a hard time self-promoting. So how can shy introverted authors who started out writing for themselves and are mm. now trying to turn it into a business, um, how can those people get into this mindset? It's a hard one to tell somebody how to make that that shift. It's a necessary yeah. thing. And so I think that one embracing the the reality that we are reluctant and accepting it and not expecting it to ever change. I think that's a really big piece of this. You're not going to change. You're always going to find this uncomfortable. If you do right now, you will continue to find it uncomfortable for the rest of your life. But you do it. Reluctantly, you do it every day because what you're putting out into the world is so important. You can't bear to not see it out there. I wish I had something a little more concrete. Um, 
to, to help. But these podcasts, honestly, they're they're here for you so that you can get in that mindset and and slowly work your way into new actions that that bring results. And honestly, I'll shut up after this, but I think <laughs> when you do see results and when you see a measurable result, when you know, hey, I reached out to, to uh, Catherine and I asked her to buy my book and she bought my book, that feels good and it makes you want to do it again. So success is, is a cool thing that way. Yes, success oriented. At Wildling, we start all of our meetings by talking about recent successes, things that have happened recently that we're excited about. And then we're yes. like, okay, let's move on to the nitty gritty of the meeting. Ah, yes. I love that though. That is a great way to get your head in this, the, the right spot. Yeah. And um, I love what you said about, you know, listening to these podcast, these kinds of podcasts can really help because sure, if you're uncomfortable in, inherently as a person with something like promoting yourself, your brand, your work, it, it is always going to be uncomfortable. But yeah. I think by learning and educating yourself, you can make it a little less uncomfortable every day. Yes. Yeah. There, you, As you get familiar with anything, like speaking on stage, at some point you're going to have to do a reading and most likely that first time you're going to be terrified. But right. familiarity does breed a little more comfort. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So, and then hand in hand with that, a great way to get comfortable with something is to just dive right in and get that first terrifying reading out of the way mm -hmm. so that you can start to get better at it and get more comfortable with it. Yeah, absolutely. How has publicity changed in the past couple years due mm. to COVID-19 pandemic? And how has this forced authors to sort of pivot with their mindsets and their approaches? I love that. I love that question. It's um, I, I'm probably not 100% the most qualified person to to answer it in some ways um, because my own personal journey is very much defined by COVID. I, I left the the W two world uh, like so many people because COVID opened my eyes and showed me things that I was not doing in my life that I needed to be doing, and some things that uh, vice versa. Um, so I think I think what's changed is is that there is a there is a reluctance in people that you reach out to to want that like personal connection. It almost feels like we automate it a lot more, and I'm not sure why. But there are ways we can take advantage of it, in ways I think that we need to push back. So I've really been advocating in my own world for one on one connection as much as possible, and I think that writers can take advantage of that, especially early on. At some point, I think you have to to pay to reach a larger audience. And that's just the advertising part but with marketing and your mindset, getting real clear on, I want to touch one person's life at a time and have a meaningful interaction. Um, and I think we lost a little bit of that during COVID. That's my feeling. Since we sort of lost that one-on-one -on -one interaction, everything, like you said, became a lot more automated just because digital stuff is automated or can be yes. so much more easily automated. So what creative approaches have authors used to publicize their books during the pandemic, um, you know, to despite that lack of one-on-one -on -one interaction? Yeah. So, and thanks for asking this because there, I think there's a real concrete measurable way that you can have results. So think of whichever social media channel you're most comfortable with, the one where you feel you have an audience who is engaged with you, um, continue to build into that. But then instead of posting on your wall about what you're doing, go for the message. I know that it can feel weird, but but jump into people's messages and send them a message and engage with them there because you change the nature of the interaction when you're not performing publicly. 
Um, and then maybe you can have a cup of coffee with somebody if you want to dive deeper into it and have them be like closer in your network. But generally speaking, I think there's more value in messages than we give ourselves uh, room to to operate in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that kind of takes it back. Even though it's not a face-to-face encounter, it mm-hmm. is a one-on-one encounter. And that person feels special. And they also feel like yeah. a personal obligation to respond to this. Whereas People can ignore posts. You know? Yes. And I, I had this, it's really dumb because you hear it all the time, but I had this aha moment when I'm on Twitter, if I do one of my normal questions and, and you hear me talk about it all the time, because I'm just, I'm sold out that Twitter is the best social media for writers. You can disagree and that's great. But I, I realized like a, a normal question would generate somewhere in the neighborhood of 60,000 impressions. Everybody was seeing it. But then if I would promote my podcast or my book, I'd get nothing. I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. And I felt like really intrusive to try to go and message somebody and be like, hey, would you check out my podcast? But what I realized was that people who really like me and engage with me already didn't even know I had a podcast. Wow, because of the dreaded algorithm. Yes, exactly. It was suppressing that stuff. And people wanted the podcast. They were excited. And now they are listening to every episode and and it's amazing. So I think that that applies to your book as well. You think you're doing a ton of self-promotion, but most of your audience has never even seen what you have to offer. Yeah. And that can be a really great shift in an author's mindset is not that you're messaging them to ask them to buy your book, but you're messaging them to let them know your book exists. Yes, exactly. How can authors stay motivated when they're starting to feel that publicity burnout that I think everyone at some Mm -hmm. point feels that, oh my gosh, I cannot write one more social media post. I can't, I don't have the energy. How can authors stay motivated? Well, so part of the, part of the question that you didn't ask is motivation is tied to success. Like you said, if you're having success, you have limitless fuel. If you see the results of what you're doing, you will never be burnt out or feel tired or demotivated but you're not going to have success all the time. In fact, a lot of times it feels like you're speaking to nobody. Um, And I think when that's the case, having concrete goals is more important than I ever gave it credit for. And if you're listening right now and you're not a goal setter and you hate goals, I really encourage you to, to reflect on that because something weird happens when you make goals and you can at least see what you're striving for. I hope that answered the question. I feel like maybe I took a slight right turn, but. I think it makes sense. It kind of circles back to what we were talking about before, where if you stay sort of positivity oriented and look Mm -hmm. at what you've done and set small goals for yourself that you can hit, then it's easier to stay motivated because you're constantly seeing small successes. Yeah. I love that. What's one thing that authors can do today to start getting into the right publicity mindset? I think this one is so important. And if you take me up on this, it will change everything for you. Talk to somebody you're not familiar with and let them know you've got your book. It'll change everything. Just dive right in. Do it. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. Well, thank you so much, Jody, for coming and joining us. Um, Where can people find you on the internet? Everywhere you go. I'm at Jody J. Sperling. um, And I have my website, thereluctantbookmarketer.com. But if you go to Twitter, it's all branching out from there. So I love Twitter. And you ask some really fun conversation starter questions on Twitter. Some writing, some not writing. Um, yeah. And I, I love those. So everyone, please go follow on Twitter. Lots of fun over there. Thank you, Christina. It was great talking. It was so excellent. And 
as a reminder, definitely check out The Reluctant Book Marketer. Um, check it out tomorrow and then go back and listen to the archives, right? Um, yeah. To, to get a little interview with moi and, um, and learn a lot about publicity mindset and sort of beyond. Yes, that's right. And that's how you book. This episode was transcribed by me, Christina Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Our theme music was produced by Jason Hilton. Please check out the show notes for a link to the accompanying transcription on our website and visit us online at Wildling Press on social media or at www.wildlingpress.com.